I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Ninety Day Fiance, OG, Season Eight, Episode Five. Who's the boss? So we hadn't even thought of who's the boss. Yeah, why did they call it who's the boss? Because so, of the parents. Hmm. Oh, I bet. Or is it Jovi it's gonna again? Be, it's gonna be the the is the girl in charge or is the mom, mom in charge? Right, is Julia or Betty in charge? <laughs> right. Which one? Or is it, I guess it's probably not Jovi. It could be both couples. Yeah. But mainly, Betty. Yeah. She's a piece of work. She's in charge. So in this episode, we have, drumroll, Natalie loves waterfalls. Wow. So There's we, something she likes. We found it's something amazing. that she likes. It is waterfalls. Write it down. It'll probably be the only time you ever hear right. her be positive about anything. Well, they, she was excited. Wish they were staying out of town, too. They were away from the farm. Right. So that was maybe, funny maybe that when was she it. had him hoist, hoist her up. On right. That was weird. Like, wow. Okay. Look, you ain't doing that with a, somebody just eating scallops and right. salad for dinner. Right. You, you better a, let him have his slab of steak. Yeah. He needs his protein to lift you up in the air. <laughs> Rebecca rents a large garage, so Zaid has a place to stay. Yeah, what was with that apartment? It was like a it wasn't like a an warehouse. Apartment. It was literally a garage. It was like a warehouse with room with a countertop bolted to the floor. <laughs> that was. Bizarre. I saw even later she had like her bed. It looked to be not even a bed frame. It was just really? a mattress. Wow. Looked like laying on a floor, just like Jovi would be staying there. Is what I thought. <laughs> Before this episode, we thought that Ryan's job, or at least I thought, that Ryan's job was hawking watches Stephanie sent him. But I guess it turns out to be completely different. Did you catch that? That she's paying the salary? Of... Yeah, what the heck? So she's got a friend. He He's not even capable of making getting his own job to earn a salary. She pays it and pays her friend to have him work there. Yeah, it wasn't clear on what... They exactly she was talking about. I just she said, well, at least I'm not giving about all the money. I'm not g- giving. giving it to him. He's earning it. Whatever. Yeah, it's like whatever. That's not a good sign. She's like mama. Right. That's exactly what she is. She's Betty for this guy. Well, speaking of Betty, while one day of celebration is enough for Christmas, birthdays, for veterans, both living and deceased. Who fought marauding invaders and Nazis, right? Uh-huh. One day of celebration is enough for all of them. One day isn't enough for Betty to celebrate Mother's Day. Yeah. Evidently, I don't know if she gets a whole week, a whole weekend. A weekend, apparently. And so. clearly she did not want to have to compete in the future for his attention right. by sharing with his anniversary. Right. That was, wow. My jaw dropped. I was like, for real? Mother's Day weekend. I it's said, like, trying to think that's whatever how it's day supposed weekend. to work. It's Super Bowl weekend. What else gets a weekend? Then I'm missing out. What gets a weekend? <laughs> you are missing out. <laughs> I'm lucky if my kids even remember that it is Mother's 35 Day. 35 minutes is what you get. <laughs> 35 minutes of Mother's Day. That's about right. Yes. Mother's Day's over. Pack it <laughs> it's up. over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Throw stuff out the... Back door. If I had something to throw, kids don't <laughs> yeah, even Mother's remember Day it's over. Mother's Day. I'll go to flowers or something. Whatever. Tariq 
goes unrecognized in a place that he's been going to for 18 years. <laughs> and no clue who you are. What? Well, I've been the guy co- said I've seen you around before. I He was just saying that. I'm, yeah, I've been here 18 years. Eight, 18 years. Look, when you go to Aldi, right. uh, oh, how yeah, long did it take me. for they them to name. know you? <laughs> so that's going there. And how many, how many years have you been going to Aldi? Uh, here for three and a half. Three. 18, you see the difference between you going to Aldi and him going to the place of, I guess not his worship, but a church for people who don't go to church? That's what he said. How much they see him? His pro- enlightenment center. He probably goes there as much as he goes to church. <laughs> right. And last but not least, Jovi. And back on that oh, topic, do okay. you picture him meditating? No. I figured we'd get into <laughs> what that. The heck? I can't imagine him quiet. Here's our meditation. Qu- I can't imagine room. him quiet long enough to meditate at all. Everybody else in the room would be And then he went to that pattern on the of the tile on the ground and he's telling her he walks in circles to meditate. What the heck is he never, talking about? He's never been on that. I lived in Virginia Beach for um, well, I lived in Virginia in Hampton Roads yeah. for 39 years. I lived in Virginia Beach specifically from 1992 until 2017. 2017. That's a long time. I have never seen nor heard of this place. I meant to And I was it. a school bus driver in Virginia Beach. I've been everywhere on the planet in Virginia Beach. Right. And Not I, this place. I've never seen or heard of this yeah, place. Yeah, me neither. The dolphin looked familiar. Yeah, yeah. The statue. We don't like, get, maybe I've seen it from a road. We don't want to get too far off on the local angle of this. But, but. you know. Whatever. Yeah. I, I've met a lot of people in Virginia Beach over the years. Never right. known anyone that went to the Enlightenment Center. No, never just seen for it. the record. Right. Not happening. <laughs> so, last but not least, we'll try this again. Jovi, because you know, Jovi's, you know, he's a man of the ladies. Jovi sure knows what the girls like. They like new phones, and they love being abandoned in Albania without a passport. Immediately having a, after having a miscarriage, girls like that kind of stuff, right? And and being left to have a surgical procedure yeah, thereafter. They do all alone. Yeah, it's great. That's what I look forward to most. So Jovi and Yara, they're our first couple. We start out with the rug. The rug made it. I noticed the rug that they had delivered looked a whole lot like the rug in the store. It was the rug from the store. Right. So he wouldn't get it there, but he got it now. Well, he caved on it after she gave him the business when they got home. Right. And they went to Amazon. They got it from Jeff Bezos. No, they got it from the same place. He said he has everything delivered because he doesn't No, I think he just ordered it. He could have ordered that one online. He didn't have a vehicle. They ride around in an Uber. Mm, That's possible. So he said they would just order it and And have it delivered. And she made it so – she said, you see this? You see what color this is? See how clean this is? (laughs) So take your damn shoes off. Yeah, that was funny. She said, my shoes aren't dirty. She said they (sighs) – said you walk on – she said you – it's disgusting. Other people's pee. Yeah, you walk on pee and – she, he says that no one pees on the streets of that New Orleans. That is a flat-out lie. That's what he said. No one pees on the streets of New Orleans. 
People pee in the stairwells in Virginia Beach. I, I can have tell a you source. That. You know how we're locals in, in Virginia, <laughs> in Virginia Beach. I guess I would be an expert on southeastern Michigan. You would be an expert in, I guess, southeastern Virginia. Yeah, if you're going to downtown Norfolk to any parking garage, yeah, there's definitely yeah. pee in the stairwell. Right. Well, <laughs> I have a source in New Orleans, and this is uh, – I have some – I just tapped him to see if I could find out some stuff. This is what he says. He says, pissing on the street isn't even the worst thing they do on the streets in New Orleans. He says that he has personally witnessed these abhorrent and animalistic things that people have done to the streets of New Orleans. He said the streets smell like piss on Bourbon Street. He doesn't know what the hell Jovi's talking about. He said the streets of, of, of Bourbon Street are a literal stew of HIV, <laughs> hepatitis, and every other communicable disease you can think of. So I think that maybe refutes a bit of what Jovi's talking about about peeing on the streets. I think you pee on the street to wash up the the wash the throw up down the drain. Right. That that sounds more believable to me. I mean, does he, you can't really think that people don't pee on the streets. It's almost like I don't know. It's I'm gonna say famous, but it's just what people do there. Right. Well, she says it's a nasty village. I don't like the city. Sorry, but I don't like it. <laughs> Mm. He's getting ready to leave for four weeks, so he's headed out. Yeah, I can't believe. And she's going to be stuck there. there. And Poor she doesn't thing. even she doesn't even want mom to come over. She's going to have drunken people following her in the streets. Yeah, she better stay inside. Right. So she got a new phone. She thinks she's getting fat. They go out to a nice dinner. I guess the night before he's going to go on his trip, and it. Um, she talks about how nice she looks, and. He asks, how do I look? And, you know, he's just in a typical what you'd expect him to be in, jeans and a T-shirt with a jacket over top. Not like a jacket, a dinner jacket. A jacket like a, something you'd wear to a concert jacket. Like somebody who lives in New Orleans jacket. <laughs> yeah, somebody who walks in pee kind of jacket. <laughs> so he talked about, I think they were having a good time. And so he's feeling a bit good and says, you know, I'm kind of ready to... Maybe settle down and have kids. And then she just... That didn't go Yeah, she well. just pounds him. She says, you think you're ready to have kids? We In work, we talk about having difficult conversations and how that can be hard to do. Uh, Yara doesn't have that problem. <laughs> she, uh, difficult conversation comes right out with it. Yeah. You know, about working. Working four weeks, being home for four weeks. Joby's attitude is, well, I have four weeks every day to spend with my kid. I get probably when he's not out in the bar drinking. Right. Or learning strippers' names. Apparently. And so he'll be gone, but then he'll be back for four straight weeks. He'll look forward to that. So he looks forward to knocking her up over a period of four weeks and then leaving her with her morning sickness. <laughs> right. You know, we got a little a taste of that. We knew that she had had, that they had that they were pregnant and she had lost a baby. We mm -hmm. didn't know that. But we got a whole lot more details. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Having been in that position myself. I didn't leave you in a foreign country. No. You know what an emotional and really overwhelming experience it is to not only go through a miscarriage, but then to have to follow it with a DNC. Mm. That is traumatic in every sense of the word. 
probably the worst experience of my entire life. And she she wouldn't have known that before it happened. Right. So think about how that was even after. So the way that she – she's, you know, a pretty unemotional, pretty – She's pretty cold. Pretty cold person in general. Um, so Stereotypical the way Ukrainian. She, yeah. So the way that she broke up talking about that, that should tell you what a traumatic experience right. that is to go through. And then to have been abandoned without a passport in a foreign well, country look. and left to go to the hospital with that alone. Defending that is Jovi. There is no defense. That's Wait, the point. It's not his fault that she lost her passport. <laughs> I couldn't believe he said that. <laughs> He is a complete loser. If she does not get away from this guy, then she deserves so, whatever's coming. say you're with your buddies and you're on a trip. Say there's three or four of you and you go. And one of your buddies leaves his passport, loses it. Are you just leaving the guy? Heck no. So if you you're don't not know leaving, what could happen to them. If you're not leaving him. What does that tell you that it – about him. What does that say about his character um, that he would hope that she'd come out all right? <laughs> I think I Webster's would define that as being a turd. Absolutely. And he is a turd. He is. Yes. Completely. And so what is his response to all this after she just pounds on him? He says oh, sorry I brought it up. Anyway, that's what he says. Sorry. <laughs> she says, uh, this is not sorry, Jovi. Like this is not something you can just say sorry to. Right. And she said, I'm not going to trust you. It'd be like how, how our kids would say something if you were getting on them about something. I'm sorry. sorry. And then hope it's over. Right. Mm. He said he didn't realize that she was resentful about the issue. And that's part of the problem. Clueless. Clueless. Completely out of it. He is no kind of life partner. <laughs> not at this stage of huh? his life. I beg to differ. Probably ever. He buys her phones and rugs. Whatever. Yeah, that's got to say something. No? No. No. Tariq and Hazel. He's just afraid she'll cut him off. Yeah. Yes. That's what that's about. Right. That's the Julia treatment. Right. Take some lessons from her. <laughs> so we get to see Hazel in our stomping grounds of Virginia Beach. She said she loves the city. So, look, Tariq and Hazel aren't our favorite couple, but we like Hazel now. I think that she likes the city because it's filled with beautiful girls. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even gotten to that part yet. They went to breakfast. That was the first thing they did. They went out, and he was giving her an all-American breakfast. It looked like it was uh, some mom-and-pop place. Yeah, I couldn't figure out where they were eating. And he just loaded it. He just was, it was just massive. I mean, not Mike kind of massive food, yeah. but this was relatively close. Mm-hmm. Chicken, He's put on a lot of weight, I have to say. Chicken, I saw a clip of, oh, of Tariq. Like, yeah, the first season with him. He was a stick compared to now. Hmm. Well, he's 46. He He's a little older than he carries himself as. Mm-hmm. You, you'd think maybe he's late 20s, early 30s. But but when those two got together, he didn't look like he looks now. He's our age. He has really put some weight on. She said, uh, Hazel said the city's clean. There's no traffic. So, and, you know, you could consider traffic in Virginia Beach versus around here. Yeah. It's not. There's nothing no. that even compares. It had chicken and waffles and grits and French toast. So the French toast is what really threw her. She did a little better job than Natalie about yeah. putting stuff about putting stuff on it at least. Mm-hmm. The the uh, powdered sugar. Yeah, that was I a nice way that they had done it. They'd put the powdered sugar on the plate. 
and then you just rub it in the powdered yeah, sugar. Yeah, she said it was too sweet. It was sugar on top of sugar. Yeah, I would not said. have it. I don't use powdered sugar. It's or, the American way. Or actual syrup. I what sugar free syrup? <laughs> what he ate? I'm just looking at it. If he ate all of that, it's a two thousand plus calorie breakfast yeah, that he crazy. put down. And it didn't look like he was going to have any problem. I saw him putting syrup on top of his chicken even. Yeah, I saw that too. It's yeah. so gross. Yeah, that would be gross. Sugar yeah. on your chicken. Disgusting. I'm not a sweet meat person right. at all. Mm. I wanted to do some research about this about this cultural center. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't really have the heart to do it. Um, other than this is some dude. It opened this place. You know what it reminded me of? L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like his, you know, it just went wrong. There was two guys. There was L. Ron Hubbard and this Edgar Casey is who this was. These were the guys. And this Edgar, he just chose Virginia Beach. And it didn't work out so well. L. Ron Hubbard got it right. But I think they're the same guy. Yeah, pretty much. So he died in 45. Well, plus, this guy didn't try to make a bazillion dollars off everything. Right. L. Ron Hubbard did. This guy was just giving his stuff away, which is a problem. It doesn't go well for mega, I guess, organizations, influential or manipulative organizations. So I love that he went in there. They do psychic readings is what this is. This is all about psychic readings. And so there's a membership to this place and. And I just loved that they had no clue who he was. It was just great. They didn't know him. I've been coming here for 18 years. He doesn't go there. I could, You could just tell. Even the way when he left, the way they had talked. It was, no, he, he doesn't go there. They're looking for a place. He is obviously anti-religion, anti-church. Mm-hmm. And so how did he refer to it? A church for people who don't go to church. Right. Then why would you even, I don't know why you'd even call it church then. Yeah. Do you go on Sunday or just any no, old day? No, you go on Tuesday mornings, evidently, is when you go. That's when they were there. There weren't a whole lot of other people there meditating. <laughs> this place was cut, just closed down. What a mess. He's like a clairvoyant is what this guy is. Oh, really? Yeah. Or not this guy who they were talking to. But look, they got a place. I mean, taxes and stuff aren't cheap. So they got a building, and money's coming in from somewhere. Right. We know property land value is where it's at. Right. The Association for Research and Enlightenment is what this place is. Whatever. Health, day spa, you can get massages there. They're tied to some Atlantic University. It's, I don't know, but it doesn't, I wonder why they went there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, producers, I would assume. (laughs) That's what it is. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of 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 meat on this episode for the two of them. Other than we saw a bit of her religion. That was a bit the other yeah, way. She's uh, like more more similar to like Pentecostal. Yeah. If they're not handling snakes. Holy I'd, rollers and I'd, speaking in tongues. I'd be surprised if there wasn't snake handling mm-hmm. in what she did. That was a little out of control. He, he flipped out a little well, bit. Well, you could see somebody like him. You're never going to win him over. To your religion with that, that extreme carrying on. Uh-huh. You know, it's just you're going to scare people off. It was kind of scary, I have to admit. Yeah, it was a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of scary, 
Stephanie and Ryan. Oh, can so, we not? Well, I get it. So we were introduced to, I think, her cousin, or maybe her two cousins, Shannon and Ryan, or, or yeah. Rain. I forget what her other name was. Somebody. Yeah. So Stephanie describes herself as engaged, but no formal proposal. Yeah, what, what the heck? When she said that, I was like, huh? Well, the one lady, I think Shannon was the one, the one, because... Uh, well, the one girl had lost 80 pounds. So uh-huh. I wonder if she'd really lost 80 pounds or if they just said it because they're trying to drum up business. <laughs> it's entirely possible. But the other, Shannon, the one who wanted well, nobody to... Nobody loses weight with injections. I mean, come on. Yeah. There's one way to lose weight. And we learned it from Julia where you lose weight. You lose weight in the kitchen. Right. Don't go in the kitchen if right. you don't want to be fat. It's what you put in your mouth. And what kind of exercise you do. How basic is that statement, really? It's It's really the truth. Stay out of the kitchen. You know, and us Americans, we Americans, we think that we're the smartest people around. So we know you've got to do all this exercise and everything. And Julia, simple Julia from Russia, is like, no, you lose weight in the kitchen, (laughs) which is really where you lose it. But this Shannon called it fling, which is insulting, Fling your fling turned marriage is what she's she called. Wow, it. that's harsh. these two are really harsh with her. Mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised her being the one I think with the money. Mm-hmm. You know, normally it would be the other way around, but they they were pretty rough with her. Yeah, I don't know how she manages to uh, manage a business. I think Stephanie's probably had a few relationships in her past. Seems like it. Yeah, I'm gonna think that's happened, and there's probably a few more coming. It's probably not her first time being a cougar. She's yeah, I think so. I think we'll probably see her with somebody else during the season. Well, <laughs> I think we already know about it. she has been with somebody else. Uh, she yeah. says she gives that family between how about that five hundred and thirteen hundred a month. What I want to know is how much she's given the cousin to Ooh, keep his mouth shut. Ouch! Maybe that's some of that money. She said the entire family. So, well, maybe they'll forgive her then. Maybe she's paying the. The cousin, too, for his services when she's back in Belize. Entirely possible. So we talked about it in the intro. So maybe Ryan knows and he just doesn't care because she's paying his whole family. Well, it's a job then. I don't know if this thirteen to 1500 is in addition to what she's paying for him to be working at this resort. But why are you even telling... Why would you even tell these cousins that you were doing that? Why would you tell anybody that you were doing what you're doing? He he, he can't get a job, so why? she got – well, they don't say why. They, I guess they didn't say he couldn't get a job. But she, if she got him a job and is paying his salary at a place that she doesn't own, then he can't get a job. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather have him with somebody else's money other than your own? Absolutely. So what was he doing before? I uh, bet you what he was sleeping with cougars is what yeah. he was doing before for Being money. A gigolo. Yeah, that's exactly what he, I doubt it though. He's not even that attractive. Yeah, we'll have to see him, see what he's about. Hmm. But they don't in his famous ninety day fiance lingo, uh, he doesn't know yet. We're not telling him. <laughs> <laughs> like uh oh. Well, that's what happens. Famous last words. Yeah. 
the, our favorite couple. I think it has to be the couple that gets the most screen time. Brandon. Brandon and Julia. So we've got some Brandon and Julia stuff on Inside Scoop that we're going to talk about. But here, I noticed they showed the 87 Days to Wed. So it wasn't just Mike and Natalie that they were oh, doing okay. it for. So Maybe they picked up on our last podcast and decided to <laughs> slip that in. Yeah, maybe that's it. That's what's happening. You can thank us for it later. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think about Julia and the farm? So I don't blame her one bit. The animals evidently couldn't eat. I lived on a farm as a kid. And... There was none of that stuff happening. We didn't have all them kind of wild animals. Well, <laughs> how did this farm run? We had chickens. How did this farm run before Julia got there? That's what I'm saying. Why is it now Julia's responsibility to run the farm? Right. A farm is a lot of work. I don't understand why the parents have a farm if they're not running it. Well, they have a lady that runs it already. Well, no, they said that that was a friend or whatever that was going to stay over to get her started. Did they, they're really leaving Julia to run the farm? Is that the plan? If, if that was the plan, if they really expected her to just take over, I'd be like, this ain't slave labor, honey. See right. ya. I'm going back to Russia. <laughs> well, I think that's her attitude. I didn't come here to work the farm. Then they, then they, nothing happened because she was sleeping. Well, the animals didn't get fed because you didn't get out of bed till noon. I'm yeah, like, I don't understand why the lady didn't feed them then. Well, yeah, what was she doing? If she got up at seven or whatever it was then why didn't she just feed him then she's she just standing at the door staring waiting. at her sleep uh, right passive aggressive know. pacing in front of the door waiting for her to get up <laughs> i'm confused oh this is their farm she said the farm this is what she said i don't know how they managed to work this farm before her <laughs> or what they did before the lady says a farm has no room for princesses it's like a crappy movie you know? <laughs> it's like Green Acres. Another old reference no one's going to get. If you, I've like, watched Green Acres. If you that. understand what I mean by Green Acres, please shoot us an email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. <laughs> um, I don't get it. She said the, the pig's hungry because you slept so late. Yeah, I was there's, confused. So there's no room for a princess on the farm. But there's definitely room for a supervisor that doesn't do anything. <laughs> and Brandon makes Julia really mad when he comes in from work. It's dark when he left and it's dark when he gets back. And he didn't come to her room yeah. and say anything. Hello. I was like, what is he doing? First day. Well, he looked like he was in a hurry. He may have been running late because well, they had to go he, meet Grandpa. He was, yeah, he was mumbling that he needed to get ready to go. But he hadn't even told her yet what the plan was. So he's going to get ready and then inform her and she's got to get ready. Well, where was mom and dad? I guess mom and dad were already there. Why could? Why wouldn't she have left with them? I don't know. Maybe they went somewhere else and then, I don't know. I don't understand this family, period. Right. It gets even crazier, obviously. Because we don't even get to the big part, you know? <laughs> That's just great. What I did notice, and you know how I love looking at shelves? Uh-huh. So Brandon had that bookshelf, kind of like our daughter has in her mm-hmm. in her room, mm-hmm. like five shelves on it, right. big and black. All it was, and they had all the labels turned around, but there was peanut butter <laughs> and big, huge monster tubs of that pro- protein powder. Is yeah, what I did was on. see that. There's that no was, doubt what that like, stuff what is. That's GNC 
protein powder. Right. Is what. So who's taking that? That's him. It's in his room. Mm. He didn't even get in the kitchen, though. <laughs> There's no room. I guess the crickets are in well, the kitchen. Well, they got buckets of crickets. God knows what in her room. Maybe so. those are crickets in her room, too. Wouldn't that Ew. be horrible? Oh, the sound. <laughs> They're horrible. We <laughs> used to have like... crickets because we had... Um, well, that ditch and all that water, and then so the no, we had and, crickets that we paid well, for. Well, I'm talking food about for another critter. The that ones we had. that we didn't pay for that managed to get in the house. Oh. Those were loud. Yeah, they were. Hmm. So Julius says, "This has got to change. This is not good. I'm unhappy." And they go off. They meet grandfather for dinner, and they drop. Well, I didn't think it was a bomb. Grandpa kind of asked, "Have you guys set a date?" And I guess the rest is 90 Day Fiance history. Because they say May 9th. <laughs> and you you thought maybe they would have said, uh, we're getting married on Christmas Day. <laughs> like, you can't do this. And they didn't wait a second. Or on the mom's birthday or something. Yes, that would have been probably worse. <laughs> they didn't wait a second. They knew that May 9th was... It was the weekend, not the day of. The weekend of Mother's Day. Yeah, you can't do this. It's the weekend of Mother's Day. I didn't one. We didn't know I got a weekend, but that they knew it without a doubt. Not a moment's hesitation. Right, both of them, like at the same time. And you then can't. after after lengthy conversation about it, and they explained why the date was significant to Julia. Uh, she still didn't bat an eyelash about it being. Completely out of the question. Right. So Grandpa starts putting it in his calendar. Oh, May 9th. Okay, let me put that down. And <laughs> she goes, No, 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 no! Don't put it in your in your date book yet. Don't save uh, the date because they're going to talk about it some more. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at them, going, Is anybody going to say anything? <laughs> um, I don't think they're thinking about it anymore. <laughs> Insane. Where do they come from? I don't know. They all live in their own little world. It'd be it's different. The world of Betty. It'd be different if they lived on a farm, but they really <laughs> don't. They have a farm, but they work in other places. So right. these people are out in society. It's not like it's not like they're oblivious. Yes. Yeah. What a flipping mess! And then Grandpa, I guess they noticed that um, that she's got a hickey or bite marks or something. Bite on mark her on her neck. And so there's like scolding Brandon for doing that. And grandpa says, you know what? How Two embarrassing. Things. Yes. <laughs> is what he said. And if I, and I was thinking the same thing, he said, well, he kind of said, well, if I had a young girl like that, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd do it too. <laughs> I was cracking up. So we want more grandpa. Grandpa's pretty cool. Yeah. And so Julia probably ought to not be alone in the room with grandpa. <laughs> That's probably better her. off. I like that this is the one time, the first time, we saw Brandon put his foot down. And this is a pretty simple thing. I think if you know you have a slam dunk, it's this is an easy win. Because they really can't stand on on you can't get married this that weekend. Yeah, that's stupid. They can't do it. So it's just not going to hold water. So good spot for him to put his foot down. Right. Mm. Pretty safe. Dan says, well, you know, May 2nd's a good day. That's a much better day, is what he said. <laughs> much better. I wish he would have said whatever. That's a perfect day. Whatever the line was when they were trying to go back and forth about sleeping in the bedroom together, and oh. Dad said, "There's no negotiation on this one." Yeah, I'm, this is pretty firm. Yeah. I wish. I wish he would have just said it exactly. Repeated right it back exactly, word for word. Because if he would have been 17 or 
twelve, that would have got him backhanded. But, right. But you're twenty seven, so nobody can do that to you now. And that's what they say about his neck biting. Oh well, you're twenty seven. You shouldn't be doing stuff like that anymore. <laughs> like now he's twenty seven. Right. Every other time he's twelve. Right. She probably cuts the bread off his or the crust off his bread. Cuts his meat. <laughs> Ugh. So that's fun, and I think they're always going to be fun. They'll be fun to the end. I, I, I like Julia more and more and more every single episode. I love, how, I love how you made fun of me today for dropping off a salad to our, yes. our son at work because he was working one to nine. You got a salad from the store, took it to where he works, which is a food place, and you gave him a salad. Yes. So I obviously refer to you as Betty. Right, and I said, but our son is not 28. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's, He's not, not almost 30. No, yes, right. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Funny. Rebecca and Zaid. What do you think about her living in the same building where she lived with her ex? Do you think that's a thing? Um, I don't think that's a big deal. If it was the same apartment, that would be a little much. But... um. No, same building. That's like saying, oh, it's the same city. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, look at that building. I, it looks like an old warehouse. It's probably one one apartment per floor. I would think that he would be happy just to not have to live with a uh, racist, white supremacist dude, uh, almost son-in-law. Right. <laughs> because that would not have worked out very well. Did you notice at the airport, that that dude's standing off to the side, and he's like, well, you better not mess up. Or I'll right. I'm like, what? Welcome to America. Well, you know what? To tell you the truth, it is probably welcome to America. <laughs> Somebody's looking at you, waiting for you to screw up so they can call you call you to the carpet. <laughs> so uh, you can kick what, some ass. Yeah, what kind of pressure? <laughs> Look, and, you know, a guy like that thinks he's been in fights before, but. You get to these other countries. You know, you get a guy like Andre right. or these guys that It's not the same lived... caliber, caliber yes, of fighting work that, <laughs> that you're talking about. Right. It's just not the same. Not a whole lot to them. I mean, this studio was big. Um, I still would pay to see Andre kick Charlie's butt. Right. Yeah, I think Andre's kicking everybody's butt. I don't know about it. He couldn't kick Mike's butt, though, do you think? Mike's a big uh, I don't dude. Know. Andre's a pretty big dude too. Mike looks massive. Yeah, but he's not massive because he's built. He's massive because he's heavy and tall. Yeah. Andre's tall and built. He's like yeah. <laughs> he's like a brick poop house. Right. <laughs> that is is that a direct quote? Yeah. Okay. A nice way of saying something house. my mom said a lot. <laughs> um now, uh, Rebecca gets a little emotional when she thinks about him getting on the airport, on the plane. So, you know, I think that if they feel that way about each other. It, I'm anxious to get them together and start working on life. I just wonder all these people how bored they get. If you don't have a solid family structure and wow. Zaid doesn't have anybody else to lean on when he's there, it'll yeah. be tough. And I think rural Pennsylvania it's yeah, probably, he's so close with his family. You it, saw how emotional they all it's were. It's probably not going to have a big support network for a guy like that. Yeah. You know, you get somebody like, who is it, um, uh, Colt and uh, Larissa. Larissa in Vegas, you think you're not finding Brazilians in Las Vegas? I mean, that's going to happen. You're right. finding them everywhere. Yeah. Probably a little harder to find somebody from Tunisia right. in rural Pennsylvania. 
Right. You're going to have to go hundreds of miles. You're finding Amish before you find Tunisians. Well, you know, you say that, but then um, you have uh, Kalani's husband, and he managed to find... Yeah, but... That's still that area, which you know, but that whole area, which you know, and and I think that's maybe just from my college football experience, um, Utah, that whole area over there is just full of Samoans. It's quite a Samoan hotbed over there. So it's, it wouldn't BYU, Utah, if you look at even those colleges, they're just they go to Samoan recruits. There's a large. He seemed to have quite a, a his volleyball, network of his friends. His volleyball boys help yeah. him out. Mike, we talk about traveling to go see people. Wow. Holy I crap. could not believe he drives for six hours round trip to My go to work word. every day. Gets up at three in the morning, drives three hours to work, gets off at 2.30, drives three hours home. And I said to you, if you had to get up at three o'clock in the morning, what time would you go to bed? Let's just say maybe he goes to bed at 7. Right. That means he gets an hour and a half between getting home from work and going to bed. I don't think Natalie's going to be sitting too well with that. Yeah. <laughs> so after one week, they go on a trip. Because they're in the middle of nowhere. She's seeing no one all You day see now why he said no to the trip before. Because by the time he gets home, right. imagine, he has a hard time, imagine a hard time staying awake on right. those he, roads. Yeah, and he said he'd have to uh, take off work. Now we understand why. He'd have to drive naked with his head out the window to stay awake yep. after all of that. No wonder he's so chill. He's comatose most of the time. Right. He's, t- he's, he's dead tired. Yeah. He runs a, manages a construction supply house is what I saw. There was Where, a name for she it. She really was getting on him about drinking. I mean, he wasn't, like, getting drunk or anything. No. Well, look, she's pretty nitpicky when it comes to everything. And he's a big guy. So, I mean, like, he could probably have a beer. 20. And it's like a glass of water. Yeah, for the rest of us. <laughs> It'd be us looking at a beer. It right. would be what it would be. Mm. But he's a typical guy. He's out there with fireworks, letting him off. And, you know, she's on him about the fish. Can oh. you believe when she was saying that? The, the sound of the fireworks would kill the fish. But that's fine. Let's assume <laughs> that she... Let's not forget, though, that she eats the fish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it might, Mike has had these fish for longer than she's been around. So Mike may actually know how to care for these fish. She does not. She <laughs> had, doesn't have any fish. And she had to lecture him about animals had to die for him right. to have his dinner. Give up their souls was what she said. Right. Fish um, don't have souls. Right. But they're but, afraid of fireworks. But she'll cook fish. So mm. she's not vegetarian either. She's pescatarian. I love that um, her whole thing with the washing machine and the bleach and the softener. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't So what would you do if you couldn't that. read it? What would you do to discover the difference between... I would between... look it up on the internet. No. Would you do better? How about taking the cap off and sniffing it? Well, she said she doesn't know what bleach is. Well, if you smelled it, you would know what bleach is. She doesn't Not know the word. Not if you've never been around it. Uh, she didn't know what the word is. Everybody knows what bleach is. It's the same. She could have looked it up. I'm oh, sure you he's smell got it. internet. You take one whiff of that bleach, and you're going to know what it is. Oh, I was just waiting for her to pour it in and destroy all of his laundry. <laughs> could you imagine? I think I, want, I think she's probably doing her. Well, you know, she said she still hadn't unpacked her bags we saw in the preview. 
Yeah, she said she didn't want to unpack them because it'll be easier to leave if they're already packed. But it was just two weeks ago when he <laughs> said, unpack your bags. Well, they said, oh, that'll take me all of two hours and then I'll be done. What else am I going to do? Well, she still didn't unpack her bags. Well, How do you because, not unpack your bags? It's because he hasn't set a date or given her the ring that back. You don't unpack she your said bags? That, that makes her feel insecure if, so she doesn't want to unpack and if, get settled if she's not going to settle If you're it. in a hotel, do you put your stuff in the drawer yeah, and I hang do. it up or I are you going to leave it? Well, you back. know, I do immediately. So what's up with this? I don't even sit down before everything's put know. away. I noticed she did not like, and I don't blame her for this, them cats, that cat yeah. in that litter box. I was Ugh. gagging, of just thinking about it. Nasty. She was dragging that bag across the carpet. All I could think of is that it's going to pop a hole in it, and that cat litter is going to leak everywhere. Nasty. Mm. You know, we bought this house. We've been here three and a half that years. That closet still. And the closet where the previous owners had a litter box. Still. Still smells like cat litter. How is that possible? Yes. It's in the paint. We've put so many boxes of baking soda and cleaned in there. It. Bleached the floor, whatever. It's in the walls. It's so nasty. Cats are nasty. Ugh. Sorry, cat lovers. If you hate don't cats. if you hate us for not loving cats, you can email us directly at couplewithchaos at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> we do, however, love dogs. We do dog dogs. We have too many dogs. <laughs> Way too many. Like two too many. Even though we have three. Mm. So they go out to eat. They want to make a deal. Mike uh, about not eating meat. Evidently she doesn't feel that fish are meat. Fish aren't meat. I can't believe she expected him to start that on vacation. I'm surprised he didn't get worms from that steak that he ate. <laughs> that thing was not cooked. I did not look at it. Oh, my word. I just saw that the top was pale, but you know I have a thing about The top was pale. I'm telling you, the inside of that was fire engine red. Disgusting. It was like a stop sign like in there. Like they just if your steak, raised it or if something. If you cut your steak open and it's the color of a stop sign, stop. <laughs> that should be what it means. Don't so eat it. Basically, what it means is that that little uh, fine print warning on the bottom of the menu about undercooked meat yeah, at your yeah. own risk, he's, it he's was fine. there for him. Right. He's <laughs> the guy. He's the reason they put it on. He there. doesn't have, you can't hurt that guy. <laughs> him and Uncle Bo, he's got, they got immunity from all stuff. I'd love to see her happy, though. Finally, they love the waterfall. That looks nice. And they're happy. He lifts her in the air, and they're having fun. He, see him dancing up and down the steps? Yeah. He's like uh, singing in the Fred rain. Astaire. He's Fred Astaire up and down the steps. I'm like, look at these two. Look at him being playful. Well, and she's not all downtrodden you know, get in away the base. Get away from the house, you know. Mm-hmm. That is great. And so <laughs> they go out to eat again, and she goes, so you're taking me to a beer place. Like, and uh, then to the camera, he picked a bar. Right. <laughs> I think all places look with adults. It's rare that you find a place that wouldn't serve right. Wouldn't serve alcohol. And c- can you believe that she didn't believe that root beer yeah, was not right. beer? Well, was not it alcoholic. Says it says beer. It How does say beer. How could she not beer. know what root beer was? Well, you're, it's and still, why wouldn't she take his word for it when mm, he explained it? Well, that's a that's the thing. The trust issue right. there. I don't know if I'm him, and you know, you're not going to get married. I'd get her to eat all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah, this is normal. <laughs> We eat this. Here's some squirrel. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure they eat squirrel. Uncle Bo's eating squirrel. <laughs> I think that's happening. Well, I happen to know. So he had that monster steak before, and then they're eating, 
And she has this bean burger is what it was. So it's some vegetarian bean burger and fries. She looks like it's somewhat normal. And then he says he want he asked about the bris, the brisket nachos. And she the waiter who was I think the same guy that was the waiter for them the night before says, "Yeah, that's perfect for two." Mike yeah, says, and he said it like perfect." The guy said it to him like like it might be too much. He goes, "On well, now you know that's enough for two people." He didn't even say that. He, I think he said that it was for the two of them is what the waiters mm-hmm. said. This would be perfect for you too. Well, it didn't have to worry about that because Mike ate it all. He all sure of it. Did. He put Tariq to shame. And then once she he scared her away from that root beer. He float, ate the whole thing. He ate the whole thing. Man, I, I couldn't eat if I had a root beer float. Mm. It would be so filling. Right. Mm-mm. Well, she's mad because – they had the challenge, and he was still eating meat, so she expected it to happen right then. And he was like, no, one week on, one week off. This week is on. He says, too late now. And he's going to be gone during the week. He just has to go on a weekend. He can eat meat during the week <sighs> and just eat uh-uh. fish on the weekend. Hmm. Yeah, so does he wait till he gets home to eat? I don't know. I to have eat no idea dinner? Does works. he eat dinner and then go to bed? Yeah, he has to. You don't even have time to poop. <sighs> you just poop. You wear a diaper and poop on the car. That's it'd be on your way to and from. I don't care how much I loved where I lived. I don't think it would be worth driving three hours. Well, each it would have been if that Washington D.C. thing would have worked been out three for me. Hours. It would, it could, with traffic, you know how traffic gets up there. Yeah, it wouldn't have been three hours. Well, you say that until I'm sitting in it. So, Natalie's a little nervous. She wants to set a date for the wedding. What date should he not... I guess what date do we know is a bad day for weddings? Uh, Apparently May 9th. May 9th (laughs) is a bad day for weddings, so don't choose May 9th. Mike cuts her off before they even get that close. Says, I'm not sure I'm even ready at all. So... Yeah, he's not setting any date. She's looking for the ring, which is shocking. I don't understand. Because it's not going to work. No, they can barely stand each other. I mean, she can barely stand him. Of all the couples, I really think that these two stand the worst chance of being together. Yeah. I like them. I think if they if she wasn't so difficult, they would be fine together. Right. But I don't know that she could be with anybody. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think they they were better in Russia than they are here. There's only one person, and not that I'm – let's just say I hit from both sides of the plate, right? Oh. Let's just go ahead and suspend reality. <laughs> of all the people on this episode, on this show, the only one that I would not – I would want to spend less time with than Natalie is Tariq. Yeah. Right. That's – he's it. And oh, I, I don't know, though. Andrew, Stephanie. That, that Andrew could be a little – I have to see what he's going to be like. We don't know him yet. We'll get some more of them next week. Maybe we we saw the preview of him talking to Amira's dad, and that should be fun. Oh, yeah. Dad calling you out for being a turd. Yeah, that needed to happen. Yeah. So I'd like to give a shout-out to Robert and April from Louisiana for this week. They provided some insight on people peeing in the streets <laughs> of New Orleans. So listen to them on Louisiana Saturday Night podcast. 
They put out a huge, long episode pretty much every week. You can listen to them have a good time. Unless and they, there's a crisis happening in the area. Yes, unless there's a <laughs> crisis in the area. He ha- sometimes has to leave <laughs> his area and go down and fix stuff Since that people break down, in, down in New Orleans. So listen to them. Stay tuned for us also. Thank you very much. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 